0: Are we alone? In the universe? Will DC ever make movies as well as Marvel? How exactly did Megatron shrink? creating a detailed backstory for your first level halfling wizard even How muscular men with pageboy haircuts lived on Eternia if they couldn't figure out that Prince Adam was He-Man? Who is going to play Alabama for the championship this what year? What does God need with a starship? prepare your ear holes for a podcast dedicated to the philosophical quandaries of pop culture. An audio thunderdome. Two nerdy friends enter. Only one shall be victorious. This is I'm Right and he's Rob. Hi, uh, welcome to this podcast. Uh, we start every episode with a um, a list of grievances filed by you, the listener, uh, that we in turn um, either uh, agree with or ignore. So in that way, we're a lot like your local city council. Uh, Rob, last time around, um, we uh, we had a very special episode uh, that was uh, really good. It was about the best leaders in comics. Uh, yes. It was a special episode because I won. Pretty handedly. Pretty handedly. Uh, and I needed that win because the whole premise of this is that I'm right in your not uh yes, so yeah. i needed that win to feel we like we can't this was working
1: change the name of our podcast no, no, uh, not yet
0: not yet to he's he's right sometimes, sometimes
1: right and he's robbed. yeah
0: yes. no that doesn't that doesn't make any sense was there anything that we missed out i don't think we had any uh, no uh, the, the world sort of blew up right yeah, after we did. posted it yeah, so did. we uh, maybe no one listened
1: yeah well at least for that reason this time yeah
0: i mean <laughs> yes i mean no one's listening for a whole host of reasons, but uh, for uh, for that it was probably the. Maybe
1: hey, we should change it to fight the power. And we'll... Yes, I
0: mean, <laughs> yeah, that actually fight the power,
1: and it's just us talking about power books. plants across the
0: Yeah, well, uh, it's just us. It's a Power Man. It's just one hundred percent a Power Man count. Uh, yeah, uh, Power Man
1: Five Thousand. Mm.
0: Yes. Yeah, <laughs> 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 <Yeah. laughs> All right, well then let's uh let's uh, let's move on. Let's uh let's introduce ourselves. My name is Monty Ike and uh this right here uh he's the the Scooby to my Shaggy, the Laverne to my Shirley, the Ace to my Gary. He's my best friend, Rob Bloom.
1: Ah, I was waiting for me to be the Hardcastle to your McCormick.
0: Oh, I didn't think about it. you maybe you're the Kit to my Michael. I'm not really sure. Yeah. No, I thought I I worked backwards from Ace to my Gary because I thought that's yes. a very good joke. <laughs>
1: um, I think tonight we have a really good subject. I like when it popped in my head. I thought this is a, this was a good idea. Um,
0: well, you seem very pleased with yourself. Let's see how this um, all pans out.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so falling flat on my face uh, yeah. tonight. We are talking about the best two person teams duos that, as
0: they're oftentimes called
1: yes yeah you know dynamic as such uh you know who who are your favorite two person team in all of pop culture is what i'm i'm kind of, i'm not like oh my to God. movies all, or hold on, all of
0: all of pop culture now
1: well there's i'm i'm kind of across the board on I, some of I, my choices so
0: i uh, i i kept everything here to 18th century literature
1: I just have
0: Sherlock and Watson written three times.
1: Oh, I thought maybe you'd do something out of Shakespeare like uh, Uh, Rosencrantz. And and
0: Guildenstern? No. Yeah. They're dead.
1: Or Gilgamesh.
0: Yeah. And uh, the other unnamed Eternals? Yeah. No. Look, this is the second time in a row we've mentioned Gilgamesh. Let's just drop it. Let's just drop it.
1: Okay. so This podcast uh, brought to you by
0: Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh, the unknown. Uh, I'll go. Yeah, I'll go first. I'll go okay. first. Uh, I'm going right out of the gate with a little '80s uh, TV love, and I did have a lot. '80s are filled with a lot of great duos. Teens? Yep. Yeah. Yes, they are. But um, I originally wrote down something, and then I was like, you know what? No, no, I'm not going to bring these guys up now. Never uh i'm gonna go with the can other can i ones.
1: can i make a, a what
0: yeah go yeah make a guess please please 80s yeah early 80s yeah maybe sure um, yes
1: are they part of a highway patrol
0: uh no they're not but now damn. now damn. i'm like what a glaring are goddamn mistake
1: a what are, a, are they in oh. damn it i just thought of a really good one now but are they in a charger uh no Damn
0: it, I don't know then. Yes, so so you're so close. They are in California, and they are members of a family, but they are not highway patrolmen, and they are not cousins. They are, in fact, brothers. One is a Vietnam vet. The other one is a slick-talking, college-educated man. I'm Sturcy talking in Hutch. No, Rick and AJ Simon. My, mother. Oh,
1: friend. I shouldn't know. Simon, Simon
0: and Simon.
1: Simon. Oh, totally, totally. It's, you know anything. what? It's so,
0: it's so terrible. The movie they made a couple of I weeks. I just ruined of, all of yeah. your, all oh of my your God. Other possibilities. The, the, so the, the movie they made a little while ago has so ruined chips for me that I didn't even think oh. about chips. Chips was so, such, such a like, big part of me as like a I thought you were saying there world. was a
1: Simon and Simon movie. I no was no about God, to God I would make
0: that. I would make Simon and Simon. Are and both I would make still it
1: around. I don't uh, obviously. Yeah, McRaney
0: um, is. I I've never seen Rick Rick Simon disappeared or AJ I, yeah, Simon I, disappeared. I, I, Gerald McRaney is in fucking Major Dad for all those years,
1: designing women and yeah.
0: Well, he married Delta Burke. Yeah, but he was bitch. on a couple
1: episodes, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. lucky son of bitch. Uh, yeah, no, Rick and AJ Simon. I really like. Uh, so much like, and I've mentioned a few here, and obviously, uh, you know. What what's a, what makes a great duo is two different people who uh who balance each other out. Um, okay. one, yeah. of cerebral, uh, one of them is cerebral. One of them is learned and smart. The other one is brash and uh, and does a lot. I of think gut we're gonna ins- find
1: that a lot in our in, yeah. in a lot of what I'm. Yeah, that's a good point.
0: That's right, Rob. Mm-hmm. I think I think you're right. Uh- <laughs> I hate you. I hate- <laughs> Yeah, but, but some of mine I don't know, are like, like the exact same thing, too. Yeah, so. no, I, I think Got no, it. I think it's a good pattern. Um okay. and I just I remember as a kid really liking uh Rick and AJ. I, I loved uh Chips, but let's be honest, Chips doesn't really hold up because they're they're paper characters in paper situations. There's no depth in the in, in there. Whereas at least uh Simon and Simon had a little bit of pathos in there that I really enjoyed, and they were uh they were good. Like for me it's like chips was like 15 minutes of a police story to hide the fascination with disco roller skating that they were about to get to. Right. And that yeah. show doesn't hold up as much as, as well. And I did think of the, uh, the, the boys in the charger. They certainly were one of the first ones I thought of as well. Um But to be honest, I wasn't about to bring up the general fucking Lee this week. So yeah. Yes. <laughs> fair,
1: fair point. Fair
0: <laughs> they they kind of get honestly, they, those,
1: they didn't post in my, they didn't, in my head until this very moment when you said 80s right. and i started going through 80s teams that i hadn't considered yeah. i didn't none think of about those were on my list either. right
0: and i didn't think about michael and kit and i should have and that's me being biased against robot cars i i thought of two human beings as partners and not what it should have been which is two equal uh, crime fighters working together one of them being uh, a car and one of them being a doofus so. Yeah.
1: There goes,
0: <laughs> there goes that, I guess. All right, that's mine. That's my opening okay. salvo. Rick and AJ Simon, <sighs> Simon and Simon privatized in santa San Diego, right? San Diego? Yeah, it's San Diego. It's been so long. I really couldn't even tell you. I don't. It it yeah, I'm I'm 99% sure I don't have to fact check this later.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, okay. So, my entry, beginning entry is a more recent um cartoon. Yeah a pair of adventurers that um, are in a post-apocalyptic world and um, they rely upon each other in ways that they hadn't considered. One is a magical dog. The other is a little boy who is the last human among a bunch of crazy other existing creepy and fun and silly
0: world. Craft brothers. Got it.
1: Yep. There you go. No, uh, Jake the dog and Finn the human from adventure time or my, my beginning. I love these two guys together. They are silly. Um, They balance each other out for obvious reasons where one is a little more. uh, Well, they're neither one of them is very mature. Uh, Even though Jake is a father to a dozen dogs that he raised over like a two week time because they grew up so fast, but they still, he still (laughs) goes to his kids for money. Yeah. And housing. Um, but Finn is just like the heart of that universe. He's a, a big, lovable kid who just seeks adventure um, and follows his heart. Uh, and Jake kind of keeps him from falling too hard is what, you know. I, have you ever watched Adventure Time? I don't know. If yeah, you ever no, have, I, you're I like have.
0: No, I have watched Adventure Time. One or two episodes It's just, not, it's just never resonated. never resonated with me There there came a time a few years ago Where all these great Quote unquote great shows I know I'm not going to say quote unquote That sounds really shitty There were all these great shows that you And other friends have told me about And wanted to and they just never Caught hold to Clint. me uh, Like Steven Universe and all these other great Fucking shows that people are like this is so good And I'm like yeah I don't know It, it just didn't do it for me um,
1: I yeah. think if you had kids at the time where you were forced to watch more than just a handful, and in you know, I, I think that's kind of what it's like. I but you know what? Honestly, I was watching before I had Riley, so I can't use that as an excuse.
0: Yeah, uh, I I don't think you've ever needed a child to make an excuse no, for you watching cartoons, Rob.
1: But she yeah. fell in love with it very yeah. easily too, and so it was something that I could jump onto. But really, their their friendship is the whole center of that show the they're you know they're bro- they're literally brothers because Finn was found um, abandoned as a mm-hmm. baby and his Jake's family of dogs raised him as one of their own.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: it's it's just the sweetest, stupidest fun thing and I find myself giggling all the time between the two of them where they make fun of each other and boy that's hot. You mean sexy hot? You know just they they're <laughs> Anyway, so mm-hmm. let's move on to the next one. Mm-hmm.
0: No, I look, I like it. A lot of people really talk about it. I think that's a good dynamic. The clips I've seen, I agree that their 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 dynamic is good. Um, it shares it shares the same dynamic of a lot of comedy duos, right? And that's a, that's a thing that I think is also going to be a crazy theme in here in the r- world of comedy duos. There's always. Comedy duos are always built on sort of this idea of one of them is always slightly uh, has more power, right? One of them exactly. is smarter about this than the other one, and the other one becomes the doofus. Really good ones uh, flip back and forth. You know what I mean? Like, and Costello feels like it's always one way, but if you watch their bits yeah. uh, every now and again, uh, they flip. And, you know, uh, and that's when it's really funny is when. The one that thinks he knows it all isn't. And I think there's a lot of that yeah. give and take of 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 that that comes coming in.
1: It's it's usually perceived that Finn is the intelligent one and Jake is the kind of the bodyguard. And that's pretty true throughout most of it, because Jake really is the muscle. And Finn will run headlong into crazy situations and kind of get in trouble and Jake will have to get him out of it. But but um, it's not always that way. They definitely balance each other out where Finn is all about heart. Mm-hmm jake is just about he's he's kind of a slacker
0: that uh well you know that's good i like it i mean that like i said it's one of those things where it's i i don't it's not that it's a bad thing i just never it's just that it's not for you didn't, i get didn't it. hit into it uh for me all right uh my number two um again going on this idea of very much the same way one uh Runs in where angels fear to tread, and the other one is uh, more intellectual and uh, more calculated. Some would say logical. Uh, I'm going to go with my number two is Kirk and Spock. I think they're literally one of the best duos. I think really you can boil down all of Star Trek to it's a duo uh, that uh, that has other people working for them. Uh, I think uh, the rest of the characters are... Uh, are reflections or ripples of the things that make Kirk and Spock so great together. Um, and uh, yeah, Maybe I really like it. Maybe throughout
1: even other shows as well. I yeah. Would, uh, other Star Trek shows. I think they're paralleled with their dynamic.
0: Yeah. I mean, and, you can say the the same about like, like Chakotay and Janeway, right? In Voyager. Chakotay is supposed to be more Picard passionate. Picard and Riker. I'm, yeah.
1: But yeah. They're, I'm, they're not the same, but I think they reflect what, was started in that star trek series
0: right yeah um you know for for like a lot of things like uh my favorite uh deep space nine uh has a commander who's honor bound and who is uh is you know he has this sort of uh how do i put it not straight laced i mean there's a obviously uh there's a there's a huge rebel rebellious streak in him, but he's, he's put in with the second in command who is completely hot headed and and doesn't understand process and is used to being a terrorist is used to just going and doing things. And Cisco is more of a, no, 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 we've got to, we've got to take this one step. And, you know, he's a, he's a lot better. So that does echo the way through, but I mean, like, I don't know, Kirk and Spock very, very hard to screw up that relationship. Um, and, uh, it's going to be interesting in, uh, in the new, uh, the new Star Trek that's coming out, uh, how they're going to play up Pike and number one or Pike and Spock. Yeah. I just think that Kirk and Spock, uh, are the archetype of that. And, and maybe that's again, a Sherlock Holmes, Dr. Watson kind of echo too. Sherlock Holmes being logical, Watson being sort of like, you know. I think the difference there is putting the non-logical one, the brash one, the man of action in charge, and the logical one uh, as as backup. As a, as a backup, I think the other thing that makes them great too is there's no, as Spock says several times over the course of their relationship, there's no um, ambition, right? As a Vulcan, he doesn't have ambition. He just stays where it's logical for him to be. And I think that's something that, that that comes out i don't know i like it so kirk and spock are my number two Um, yeah
1: i um in quick question at least maybe not too divergent but is there a preference of format like do you like him in the movies or do you like them in the television show which which interaction had you or do you um, like the in the more recent movies
0: no, I mean I I like Kirk and Spock in um obviously the television show is a, a limited amount and I think you get really you get to dive a little bit deeper into their personalities um in the movies a little bit more. I think Wrath of Khan as we've discussed is my favorite movie but Wrath of Khan seriously double dips into the idea in wrath of khan he's an admiral and shouldn't be in charge of the ship and then takes the ship over and that's where spock says the thing about you know i think the new movies do a lot of different things i think the old spock talking to new spock about how they need each other is you know obviously mm-hmm. something that's great but i really think that's just building off of an established uh idea interconnection that, that yeah that, yeah that you know they they really truly know that they work best when working together, I think is, is something that's neat. So yeah, no, I, I, I would say probably I think, the movies, the the television show is great, but I, I just don't think the television show gets as deep as it should have.
1: I'm having a really hard time picking who my number two and then number three is. Um, so I'm going to go, I'm going to stick with something at least comical. Okay. Um, They've been in three, four if you count their original incarnations, but I'm kind of lumping them all together because I think all incarnations seem, first of all, valid, but also parallel to what they were doing in, in their characterization. But mm-hmm. um, their original format was comic book, a comic book character. They have been on two television shows and one cartoon show. Do you know who I'm talking about?
0: Um, you're talking about uh Power Man and uh and Iron Fist? No, okay. Uh, Um, I'm
1: talking about they're comical, mm -hmm. they are originally in comic book form.
0: Yeah, you just said that. (laughs) No, no,
1: no, well, no, no, but I'm like, I'm trying to build
0: them. They're they're comedy Um, comical, you mean?
1: Correct. Oh,
0: oh, yes, comedy,
1: and they are insect based characters.
0: Oh. Shit, man, and I, uh, I don't know. Two television oh. shows. Oh, Goldbug and Blue Beetle? No. uh <gasps> I, I. Booster Gold and and Arthur. Oh, Tick and Arthur. There we go. All right, two television shows. Now it all makes sense. Yes. Yes. Uh, gold, bug, gold bug and Blue Beetle. I meant uh, Booster <laughs> Gold and Blue Beetle. I don't know. Yes.
1: But I. Yeah. I. Yeah, I got where you were going with that. No, Tick, and that wasn't a bad. You know, they were on my short list, but I didn't think that they would be as universal. Maybe to comic book fans they would be, but not really to outside of. Uh, I think Tick and Arthur really are the epitome of a dynamic duo. They really do complement each other, and I don't think that either one ever falls into the other role. I mean, Tick is the muscle. Tick is a moron. Mm -hmm. Tick is the sentinel of justice, and comedically so, just brazen and ignorant and lovable. And then you have Arthur who is terrified and uh, neurotic and just wants to make sure his buddy is okay, but also wants to be a superhero, but kind of is cowardly.
0: Yeah. Well, cause he's not, you know?
1: Yes, he is not. He's, um, I think my favorite incarnation probably is the cart, the original cartoon that came out on Fox because I think that, that really pushed me over the edge. Now, every incarnation has its hits and misses. I mean, I liked the last Amazon television show. It was really good, but I still, there's a special spot for that cartoon and the comics are wonderful, but that cartoon just, it, 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 was the perfect storm of timing with where I was as a comic book reader it was a funny Saturday morning cartoon when they weren't as funny anymore. They were kind of more adventure based mm-hmm. or super kid friendly. And this was kind of a nice blend of adventure and kid friendly, but hilarious at the same time.
0: Yeah. I, I love, uh, I love Tick and Arthur. Yeah. And you and you're right. There's not a change in, there's not a change in that dynamic. They are just opposites. So that's the odd couple kind of, thing right totally all cap- where it's oh mm-hmm. uh, they their their venn diagrams do not overlap in any way uh, mm-hmm. and they're just two jigsaw pieces they're they're halves of a whole you put Absolutely. them together and they're good mm-hmm. yeah uh you know i uh yeah i i like that one that one's a really good one and i did not even remotely begin to think about it i i
1: I was trying to do the whole how you set me up with the uh, with the '80s thing, but apparently mm-hmm. we both just cannot read each other's minds. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, there's just too many. Yes, I, there I, are. Uh, look, I just uh, I didn't uh, I didn't even think about Tick and and Arthur in any. I'll way. bet
1: both of our lists, even our honorable mentions, are going to be like, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So
0: I don't know. Uh, uh, mine feel like they they have a definite theme my honorable mentions they're all in a sort of a genre which is weird okay you know do you, uh, you want to
1: go with your la- your number one is this your uh, number one that this having? is my
0: this is my number one and it's I I almost feel like uh uh I almost feel like it's it's not surprising in the slightest bit
1: give right me, give me just a moment can you give me a, give yeah. me a teeny clue the teeniest clue that you can
0: because oh I think that is uh <laughs> I think that is uh, the biggest clue I could give you. It's uh, it's as it's as, it's as expected. It's very expected. It's Crow not, and Tom. Th- that's right, Crow and no, no, because they're a threesome. That's true. They're one that of a threesome, true. not a duo.
1: That's true. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know who your number one would be. Really? It's probably gonna, what you say. It's going to be obvious, but uh, I'm.
0: It's Bruce I mean, Wayne and Dick Grayson. Batman and Robin. It's okay. Batman and goddamn Robin. Yeah. But specifically Batman and Robin as Bruce Wayne and, and Dick, Dick Grayson.
1: Grayson. Are you talking 66 or just their entire um I, I mean Batman, obviously original Batman I kind
0: of like 66. Uh, I like the play. That's the thing I always kind of think about, but I mean you can you can do it a more modern where it's not as campy. Uh you know what I mean? Yeah uh i like i what i like about it is there's a mutual respect uh uh about it you know what i mean mm-hmm.
1: and they are opposites in a way uh in some ways
0: yeah they um, they are very much opposites the dark of, and the light yeah one of them is one of them is uh is controlled by a sort of vengeance and the other one is doing this, I think for more altruistic manners, like one of them sees themselves as being made can, can make a difference, but it's not so much uh, an obsession with vengeance Mm -hmm. or punishing. It's more of a desire to make sure nothing ever happens the way it happened to him.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. Where they both came from the same place, but their way of handling it is just, different enough that yeah at least in in robin form yes and again as nightwing as well but i i uh, i still think yeah i that almost seemed like too obvious a choice when i was going to my original list um to make batman and robin i i mean if you want to talk duos it's you know batman and robin followed by sherlock holmes and watson i mean
0: yeah, yeah, uh, and I think I think Tonto like, and Lone Ranger. And, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, but for let. Like, but and, let's be honest. the 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 main reason why Batman or Robin exists is because Batman is too scary. Is that I mean, like, let's is Batman is too dark, and it's to. I mean, originally, it's because it's a kid. Like, hey, a
1: kids' I, angle. Yeah, K- kids' to,
0: angle. Right. We need kids
1: to give something for children to relate to.
0: But if you look at and like if you look at like the the you know the the super dark versions of Batman, Robin seems ridiculous, right? Well, but that's because we were, you need a Robin to make it not super dark. You need a Robin and not making. We we're make first him,
1: starting in comics. You and yeah. I, I think you and I would at least agree there was a a small window of time we thought Robin was a stupid character. Would you yeah. at least a small window of time where we like this is a dumb premise? And then some good writers kind of came along and found ways to justify him as he is the balance that Batman needed. He is the the light that is the opposite of Batman's dark. He's what keeps him from going over the edge because he has these not only responsibilities but he's an example and that <laughs> and he's also sometimes been called the human target practice to take the eyes off of Batman yeah because he's this brightly colored and i know there's been many joke comics made about well why are you making me super even the the batman lego movie kind of points that out
0: yeah i mean i guess that's the so uh i think one of the things about that is is robin is agile right i think i think it's kind of a clever idea so And I I know that I'm, I'm, I know that this is engineering something that isn't, this isn't the intended, like, this is luck.
1: This is retconning.
0: Yeah, this is retconning. But if you think about it, um, Robin is agile, Robin is mobile, Robin is hard to shoot. The lesser mobile one is the one that sort of charges in and punches you. So having one that distracts you very easily and can't be shot at is easier. I mean, yeah, he's sort of like, you know, he's very much human part- uh target practice, but that distraction. Uh well,
1: and, and it we reflects their personalities, first of all. One is obviously much sunnier, one is much darker. Yeah. Um you could also use the stories where Robin was his nickname while he was in the circus, that, that was a big thing, and it reflects his original costume while he was a circus performer. There's a you know a billion angles that you can take, you know, and and all of them valid, but I think it still boils down to him being the opposite of Batman and being what keeps him from going too dark.
0: Hmm. Yeah. It, and it, it's a father it, and it son. Is, it really yeah.
1: is a father. Even then. I and it's mutual. It and that's and that's son. the
0: thing. I, I even in those periods where they're fighting, it's a respect fighting. It's not because they don't respect each other, although some of it is. Uh, is Dick Grayson wanting to grow out of that shadow and tired of being a sidekick, knowing that he's capable of being just as much? But mm-hmm. I think the other thing of that though comes in the fact that you know Bruce Wayne doesn't have uh, Bruce Wayne doesn't know how to how a parent works for a man who's no, becoming no, a man. Is, so that's that's part of the not fun a healthy there. person. Yeah, but I mean he doesn't have like even even me as a man. I remember what it was like becoming a, a teenager and into my twenties and my father was there and so I watched a person slowly begin to relinquish control over me and to mm-hmm. cede that control to me to be able to say, yeah, okay, well here's a car. Yeah. Because I know that you can handle a car and all that stuff. And and yes. and, and so Bruce Wayne doesn't have that. No, you're so, right. That's so so that's part problem. of the reason why that 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 titter tat happens with them is because uh, Bruce Wayne literally doesn't know how to treat him any other way than as a sidekick
1: yeah and, and also he does that to all of his co-workers including the Justice League and such so that's to be expected what you know yeah. for the character of Bruce Wayne right um, uh, do you feel I mean what do I mean? Is a father and son duo – growing up, I don't know if I considered it as much. It's more like I'm looking back in retrospect and that we've actually had a father and son batman Robin since growing up. Do you look back on that as much as –
0: Uh, Yeah, I mean – yeah, I think, I see, that's what I think is so wrong with some of the other Robins, too, is looking back and looking at that relationship and seeing how the other Robins didn't, like, you know what I mean? Does that make yeah. sense to you?
1: It's really the fault of how many Robins we have, and yet they're all in continuity. It makes it really hard for me to feel a longevity bond in a father-figure way when you keep adding Robins and right. shortening their time with Batman.
0: Yeah, you retcon. You redcon them to be oh he was only Robin for like six months, is yeah. is BS? Like, no, yeah, it's
1: like there's that's different. Then it doesn't yeah. feel the same way as Tim earning the right to be Robin. Well, in and, the most awesome way, and, and in my
0: opinion, Tim doesn't. Yeah, Tim gets real complicated in that way because Tim's dad is alive, mm-hmm. right? Where and, none of
1: the others had that.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's that's an in totally, totally different one. Uh, to deal with but yeah I, I think i like batman and robin a lot and it's a
1: good number one it's yeah a it's good a number good number
0: one. maybe sherlock holmes and watson could have been in there but uh um maybe that was too too obvious i don't know maybe that's the yeah. archetype and so i didn't want to choose it yeah um but there you go so there you go batman and robin my number one okay what's your number one
1: My number one, I don't know if you can talk about very much. And I've got a lot of honorable mentions that you could talk about. So I will throw out my number one. And if you want to add to it, great. If not, my honorable mentions can help fill that void. But this is a duo that, you know, have been on TV for over a decade. And... um, this was their final season this year, and you've literally watched them grow up before your eyes as, you know, two twenty 20 20-somethings when they first started. Uh, my number one is Sam and Dean Winchester from
0: From Supernatural. Supernatural. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Another I, show that people rave about, and then I'm like,
1: the, I didn't get and,
0: it. And I, and I know you did. It.
1: It, it took me... I don't remember what kind of hooked me because the first few episodes are pretty bland. And Mm -hmm. I think once the characters kind of figure themselves out, because yes, we know one's the big brother. One's the little brother. One is kind of like, I want to be in the family business. The other one is like an expert in the family business. Um, that's how it starts. It does not stay that way because again, they've been doing it for 15 years. They're both experts by season three. Yeah. Um, they their dynamic is more a bickering couple. And one is a little more practical, more cerebral, one is more the blunt instrument that just goes in and tackles the problem. Sam is younger, more intelligent, collegiate. Um
0: so they're Rick and AJ Simon.
1: Kinda. Yeah. That's yeah, um,
0: that track. But they're yeah.
1: brothers, uh, and they they bicker. All the time, and I love their bickering, and they're funny. You kind of, you know, they make sacrifices for each other, and sometimes you want to punch them both because they get mad at the sacrifice when they both literally, literally have sacrificed and died for each other, mm-hmm. and come back from the dead because that's what supernatural. There are there are some clues that sometimes the supernatural might take place in the DC universe. It oh, really? But no, it, they okay. have like they have hinted at it, like it could, and there's been like hints of maybe a crossover with like the DC, uh, the um, Justice League Dark type characters. Yeah, that they thought that, and it would, I, it almost would make sense, but I think it would negate a few things with the supernatural w- world. But they fight the same type of, yeah. The the one downfall to me is in season six they beat Satan. Who, who do you yeah. beat after satan
0: I yeah mean. that seems like it would be the top dog right yeah. uh well i did watch the scooby-doo crossover with uh, and that was a fun episode a actually episode. Yeah. yeah yeah i liked that one um and
1: and dean is hitting on the women and, yeah
0: yeah as as uh as i would as well uh I, there's no shame in that don't no. you can't no. shame me april o'neill um mm. No, I like that one. I like that one a lot. And like I said, there's a lot of people who like that show and I just never I never bought into it. And, and I think I think there's a part of me that um, I'm going to say something that sounds super weird in the context of our podcast. But there's a part of me that must have died at some point because I like stopped getting into new stuff as much as I used to. Right. And it's fair. I think that's and,
1: fair. It's harder as we've gotten older.
0: Yeah, and and there's a part of me that just sort of s- like there's a few episodic TV shows that I dig, and then I got into. There's a part of me that has this sort of aging hipster fucking thing that I don't even like about myself, and that's like, um, that's that's the part of me that's like, uh, oh, everybody else is into this. I don't want to get into that that kind of thing, and I just fucking uh, I hate myself, but feel that maybe that's a little bit of it too. And so yeah, Supernatural is just one of those ones where I just never. It really never caught fire for me, uh, sadly. It just never caught fire. Um, but yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people I know, a lot of people I respect, a lot of people have told me great things, a lot of clips that I've watched tell me, oh, you would totally dig that, you know? So, yeah. So, I, I don't know. I, I think that's a really good one. I think it's a good one. So I dig it. And I, I the the Brothers vibe is a good one. Like I said, that's my Rick and AJ um it's a good it's a good vibe it, it and it's is a fun similar
1: thing. maybe almost both to both extremes like but i mean yeah i would say it's very similar to a rick and aj where that feel is definitely there and um,
0: mm-hmm. okay let's go to our honorable mentions then um all right uh okay mine are i'm gonna uh okay the first one you know, that no, I ca- no, yeah the first ahead. one i came up with was kelly robinson and alexander scotty scott that's, uh, that is Robert Culp and Bill Cosby from I Spy.
1: Awesome. Okay. I love those that's guys. That's a good one. Okay. Yeah.
0: So that's a good one. You know,
1: one. are any of your duos musical? Because that thought crossed
0: my mind. Oh, yeah, no. And
1: I was going to go Ashford and Simpson on you. But
0: <laughs> <guess>. <laughs> Leonard, Leonard and McCartney. No, no, I didn't even think about that. That's very funny. Uh, you know, I really enjoy my stills and Nash. Yes. Um, right. No, no, uh, actually, all of my, I'll be honest with you, all of my honorable mentions, the theme is spies. Okay. <laughs> there's a lot of, like, yeah. I realized, oh, wow, there's a lot of really good duos in spy, in spy stuff. So
1: I liked, I liked the original I Spy way back when, I want to say it was on USA late mm-hmm. sometime, like, I saw it in syndication, obviously, way after the fact. But I did remember liking it, because I was like, hey, that's the guy from Greatest American Hero, that's always, yes. a, and obviously everybody knew who Bill Cosby was
0: and um, is uh yeah and then hey bill cosby is got some trouble stuff that we're working with right now but i guess you know if jk rowling can be on the list of canceled people who the fuck knows what's going next so uh all right uh what's your what's your honorable mention (laughs)
1: um i have han and chewy was on oh yeah yeah absolutely
0: i thought of that too uh, i actually thought of uh luke and han as well but i really think han and chris and r2 probably, and 3po yeah
1: r2 and 3po are like on that's list a comedy
0: yet. duo and i also thought of things like you know abbott and costello and laurel and hardy and burns and allen there's a lot of duos that are really good yeah yeah
1: um i find that a lot of my list is comical now that i'm looking at it because the only one that wouldn't be would be supernatural and uh and Han and Chewie. Yeah. And then, you know, cuz even R2D2 and c 3 pro who are based upon loosely based upon two characters from the um oh shoot, I'm totally drawing a blank of the Japanese filmmaker Kurosawa. Yes, Kurosawa. That mm-hmm. they're two characters that were in the Seven Samurai that that they were paying homage to something mm-hmm. like that.
0: Well, uh it's good to have I look, uh, they uh they are they are comic relief and also are a th- you know a neat narrative thread. Uh, they're you know sort of dorks that are wandering through this epic uh, battle, uh, and mm-hmm. it's a good it's a yeah, good thing to have. Yeah, which is
1: yeah what kind of R two and three P O. All
0: right, my next one is uh, Napoleon Solo in uh, Ilya uh, Kyri- uh, Kiryenko, yes, from hmm. Man from Uncle. I Again, I like him. Have you never watched Man from Uncle? First of all, the I, movie was really good. The one that they did just recently. The movie, the movie was I really did, good. I even, yeah. Yeah. And the show, uh, that guy who played Napoleon Solo, who also just plays bad guys in the 80s, uh, I just always liked his, like, for me, again, it was like a suaveness. And then, like, he was sort of the James Bondy character, the overly uh, overly polished spy And then um, the Russian was sort of just the journeyman, you know what I mean? More of a... But it was very funny because, like, uh, Napoleon Solo was smooth but, like, not technical. The Russian had all the gadgets uh, but wasn't very smooth. And, uh, you know what I mean? I just really liked The Man from UNCLE. Uh, It's a really good one. I guess I could have gone... um, uh, Maxwell Smart and Agent Ninety Nine. You, you know, these this theme is crazy. Uh, I'll give you, uh, I'll give you ten dollars if you guess what my third honorable mention is.
1: Well, let me first like pull in uh, with the um, Man from Uncle. Was the movie portrayal close enough to the? to the uh, original well episode. it was an
0: origin story because you didn't actually have uncle set up the united nations and then there wasn't really so uncle uh uncle was facing chaos is that right yeah there was like another secret and much like the james bond movies there was like a specter or uh an evil organization that was even more of a threat than the united than than ussr right um you know what I mean? Uh, so that was, it was close, but yeah, I, I Obviously think
1: modernized. In, right.
0: I think actually, to be honest, the movie version gives you a better buddy, uh, a better duo because it was more fun to watch the, the, the two of them sort of cat and mouse, yeah, yeah, cat and mouse yes, play each other. Yeah. The whole scene with the water, uh, the explosions and all that stuff in the water. while the one is just kind of sitting there eating is yes. super good. Oh
1: yeah. I, I found it to be like I really liked Ar- – that's probably Army where Hammer. I really started liking Armory Hammer was in yeah. And I've been listening to a podcast that has talked about the George Miller possible Justice League that never got made. Mm-hmm. And Armory Hammer was supposed to be Bruce Wayne Batman. And the fact that then he's in a movie with the Superman is kind of funny. but
0: Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So uh, my next honorable mention mm-hmm. – is also co- comedic comedy. Type, yeah, anyway, Rick and Morty,
0: Rick and Morty. I, I thought about that. Uh, I actually thought of uh, the doc and Marty.
1: Cause they're kind of a spoof of that in ways. They, yeah. uh, they're also with hints of the doctor who in a sidekick type yeah. Uh, companion. Uh, yeah. They're a little bit. Not, I, I don't think full on, but I think there's elements of that as well. But yeah, Rick and Morty is definitely more Doc and.
0: Yeah, no, I, I yeah, I think, yeah, uh, I I think that's... yeah, I like that the, it's very the Doctor Who is definitely because Rick is so omnipotent almost he's so powerful in Rick and Morty, in, yeah. not yet. Yeah, I mean, Doc is Doc is certainly smart, but he's also very much a fool. But with Rick, it's like he's way beyond anything that anyone else on the screen can handle, which is very yeah. much a Doctor Who sort of uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, thing.
1: Where And almost a cockiness. Uh, well, obviously, Rick is even more cocky than I think a Doctor Who would be. But yes. there is a slight cockiness of I know much more than you guys know I know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway, he was, I thought it was, at least in recent years, Rick and Morty has definitely become... <sighs> part of the pop culture zeitgeist
0: yeah yeah no no definitely like everybody and their mother like uh rick and morty has become the family guy of this this decade right
1: uh, really i would agree with that yeah. i totally would like it just seemed like by the way an, none an of us even... said
0: stewie and brian
1: i mm-hmm. nah. yeah I'm, i Trying would put are. charles uh, charlie brown and snoopy on before i ever
0: i would definitely put bob hope and bing crosby on
1: OK, if you're going
0: to do if you're going to do road show spoofs, just do the road pictures, the the real thing, which, by the way, that's actually not a bad comedy duo. Bing Crosby and Bob Hope, do you remember the road? to? I,
1: I actually do remember. Yeah, that. those are I, so I, good. You know, oh. there's a lot. There's so many great duos. On.
0: Spies like us.
1: That's a great one. That oh is a great my
0: god, one. that's a really good one that totally I missed. All right. Uh, my last one, can you guess what it is? Again, I think I was gonna give you ten dollars. You can <sighs> guess. There is a theme that all three of my honorable mentions have. Is this one's it
1: tough. Is it from Okay, I got Let's it narrowed down it to two that. shows.
0: Uh-huh.
1: It's either Is it Magnum?
0: No, no, I'm afraid not. And
1: okay, then my other was going to be Riptide, but
0: oh no, no, you're completely wrong. All of these are about spies, Um... and there's a genre bending spy show that was remade into a horrible movie, but it was one that I loved deeply as a child. It's about two Secret Service agents under the direct auspices of Ulysses S. Grant, President of the United States. I'm talking, of course, about Jim West and Artemis Gordon
1: from the Wild Wild West. God, I wouldn't have got that. I would not have gotten that. That's because Will Smith
0: ruined it for you, didn't he? I don't think (laughs) it was Will Smith
1: who ruined that movie. He might have been one of the shining parts of that movie. (laughs) There were other things that ruined that movie.
0: No, I loved I loved Giant Spiders. I loved when I grew, grew was growing up I loved watching the Wild Wild West on like Saturday I mornings. I don't
1: ever was was the dun, other dun, one was there a dun, sci-fi dun, element dun, to dun, it at dun,
0: all? Yeah. Yeah, because they had gizmos. They had spy-based yeah. gizmos that were uh, that were ridiculous for the time. Very steampunk. So Jim West So so the movie did, is somewhat somewhat valid. has all those elements. There's like a sci-fi, okay. there's a steampunk element to it. Um, what it lacks is any kind of charm. Uh, what yeah. it lacks also is uh, the, the sort of like it just becomes too big budget and weird um, for its own good.
1: Yeah. And,
0: and I like spiders. The, the way it usually worked was Jim West would, they, they were together, but separate. They always seemed to be like there was a plan for them to meet up later on. So a lot of times what you'd see is like the first, like 20 minutes of an episode is all Jim West. Sort of tough guy spying, you know, Mm -hmm. the sort of like I come into this thing, I identify the bad guy and I make him nervous with my power, like my ability to fight or whatever. And I'm asking all these questions and I directly up front get the bad guy uh, to notice me. Meanwhile, his uh, his partner Artemis Gordon comes in in a disguise, usually in a way that is completely uh, undercover or is hidden. He is he is not known to the uh, to the bad guy, and what ends up happening is by Jim West stumbling through and punching and doing all these things, he enables he kicks up enough dust that Artemis Gordon then can either save him or collect everything that they need in order to pin the bad guy. Uh, down Now, of course, it usually ends with the bad guy dying or escaping or whatever, because there's no real need for uh, 18th century justice to be brought in. But, yeah, I love that show. I, I thought it was great. So, yeah, all three of my honorable mentions were spies because I think crime solving and spying. I think these are uh, these are things that the architect uh, archetype for the two, uh, the duo work great on. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I think too, we Body talk a lot about that. Body, yeah, that I think when you pitch this idea for this podcast, you said Tango and Cash, Tango and Cash again, two different styles, odd couple, mm-hmm. both experts, exactly. but they do things totally different. And the dynamic that makes it fun is watching the two different styles um, sort of spin Clash. into each other. Yeah.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I have three left. I'll make okay. them quick. My Hi. my my next one is the only female. That we have mentioned besides Laverne and Shirley in your intro, but uh, Thelma and Louise.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, uh,
1: then I went with Ren and Stimpy. Oh yeah,
0: okay. And then,
1: uh, and then, my very last one, which I think uh, you'd understand why this—I really struggled with putting this on my top three.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: this was probably my first duo, and probably your first duo, Bert and Ernie.
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Um, totally the odd couple, totally, like, even visually, just yeah. the first odd couple I've ever seen, uh, right down to the comedic, I'm going to eat cookies in your bed because I don't want crumbs in my bed. Yeah. Uh, one collects bottle caps and, and, and paper clips and talks to pigeons. One is Honey, a goofball.
0: I, I sold my bottle cap collection to pay for your rubber ducky dish. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Bert no, that's Ernie, good.
1: Yeah, uh, All time favorite.
0: Of Fozzie and Kermit are also in there too. Is a good. Yeah, yeah. I think that gets a little bit. That, that's like saying that you know Captain America and Iron Man because they're just two parts of the Avengers. But, but I really do think that there's if you when you watch the original Muppet movie, that's a that's an on the road pick with uh with Kermit and, I, I uh, and would Fozzie agree. as as partners. I totally agree. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I like him. I like him. Yeah. I, I, I think, uh, I think I saw a list that listed cause I, uh, you know, I, I too looked up like duos to kind of refresh my memory. And I think mm-hmm. I saw, uh, Bert and Ernie. Uh, and I did see a lot of comedic, uh, duos, uh, that I didn't mention just because, um, we could do another so thing. Great on the, ones. Yeah, oh, yeah, We could do a whole episode on the best, uh, comedic duos of all time. Uh, yeah. and it would be, uh, it would be hard to sort of pick, you know, um mm-hmm. certainly uh I think the best duo uh is uh my real number 1 and that's um and that's you and me buddy you're,
1: That's I was waiting for
0: You're my favorite Seth. you're my favorite half of a duo and I'm yeah. the other favorite half I'm I'm actually I'm actually the more favorite half of this duo but uh yeah. you're like a close second <laughs> <laughs>
1: I I'm the 3PO to your R2 is that I don't um, see me as a oh, 3PO wow. I think I'm more no, I thought yeah, I don't think I don't think it's, it's not a Han and Chewy. It's no, not a No, it's not a Han no. and Chewy. No, it I might It might be and Arthur. It might well no no, no, no.
0: no. I, I think three I think three PO and R2 D2's uh, fine. It's just not a perfect fit. I, I don't think Abbott and Khan still I'm
1: definitely the anger of Ren.
0: I yeah, guess. yeah, but I'm certainly not stupid. That's the problem. I think there's a mixture. I think these yeah. are you'd, you'd have to there's some things that just don't match really well. I actually yeah. kind of like uh, uh uh C3PO and R2D2 because I think c 3 po is the heart. Uh, okay. and R2D2's the sort of uh uh the the sort of um mean intellectualism, I guess. Like I okay. think I think 3PO uh, although can be kind of annoying it's because he cares and he's got the heart, which I think is very much you. And, uh, and I think R2-T2 sometimes is more um, the one who's like impatient and, uh, and quick to do uh, things because he doesn't think it all the way through. He trusts that he's smarter than everyone. And I think that's us, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I oftentimes uh, blunder into things because of my own hubris. If uh,
1: anybody listening thinks they have a better analogy to our duo, please say so. I think I would, I'd be interested to see if somebody else has a better.
0: I would like to point out that uh, in this, uh, when we do these things, Rob and I are on FaceTime together. Uh, You're just hearing the recording, but we have FaceTime together, but Rob has spent almost the entire uh, of this particular episode, uh, almost completely cut off to where I only just see his mouth (laughs) and his eyes (laughs) and the top of his head are off camera. Um, So really it's like, I've just been staring into a bearded maw. For 50 minutes <laughs> I think I'm done, <laughs> think I'm done. Kind of, mm-hmm. Rob yes. because I said ma I feel like that means you should say Our, uh, our closing statement Our catchphrase that people have uh, Printed on the sides of buildings uh, People have There's a couple of companies out there named after it I think it's time for you to say our catchphrase Go ahead and do it right now
1: Ren I have a dream A dream that one day Everyone, everywhere, will know the wonders of my nipples. You idiot!